I reckon if Red Bull went over the budget cap last year, I reckon this year they've had serious money. Fucking blew over it. They're probably bricking it as well. (laughs) Fuck me, wait till they see what we spent this year. Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pistol Podcast! Thank you so much. Can I get a photograph? No, you can't. No No photos. They're they're private. You can't get any photos of me. What? I'll be turning down all the photos of any fans trying to come up to me at a race and ask for photos. It's a stern no. That is such a lie. You absolutely loved it when we were walking out (laughs) and sitting down and people were asking for pictures. Oh, yeah, me. I was lapping it up. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. If you ever want a picture of Fab, just ask him. He'll take as many as you want. Do it. Yeah, anything. Any any pose, anything. Clothes on, off. I don't mind. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Guys, we are fresh off the back of the Japanese Grand Prix. It's been a double header. It's been really exciting. Do you know what I've really loved? Is seeing all these drivers, everyone that we know in the F1, who we've got on Instagram now, just going home. Yeah, having a bit of a break. You know that they needed it. Just going home. for their own, what? How long have they got? Like a week off? Just over a week? I see it mostly with Brad. Like we're really close with Brad, and like we know he's got a little girl. A little and like kid, when we yeah. see him home with her, you just know that to him that's so special. After talking about him, after him talking about her, and how much he misses home, like it must be hard, man. Yeah, it's surprising how many people come back to London. I didn't think like yeah. many people would actually live here. I didn't think they did. I thought they were mostly up by the other factories that are like up by near Milton Keynes. I thought yeah. that's where I thought they'd be. Well, that's where we're moving. Oh yeah, don't tell them that, guys. We're moving. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pitch a tent outside Red Bull. MK7, and that's where we're going to just live for a little bit. Yeah, we thought about living on the lawn of Red Bull. Um, so Red, we were going to stay inside, but apparently they haven't got enough money for any more hotel rooms. I wonder if we can get planning. But you can. <laughs> what plan? <laughs> on the edge of that. I wonder that, yeah, no, on the edge of like MK7, like the actual factory. Well, is that what it's called? We can try that. But it is important to note that our guest, who is going to be sat on the sofa tomorrow, is coming down from that way. Yeah, and he's absolutely not a, a Red Bull driver or, no, a, or anything to do with Red, Red Bull. not Red Bull. We've been teasing it on TikTok, as you guys listen to Pod may not know. Today, it's Thursday, if you listen to some Thursday, we are filming with a Formula One driver in our flat on our sofa today. The episode won't be out this week, probably won't be out next week. I think it's going to go live at the end of the month. Guys, you're going to have to wait for a little bit because like diamonds are made... <laughs> What's the, what's the saying? Over a period of time, you can't make a diamond straight away. So we need a little bit of time. We're going to get everything together, make sure the videos are as good as they can mm-hmm. be, make sure the pod's amazing. Yeah, this one needs a lot of edit. Like, I don't want to rush this one like we normally do. We've got other episodes pre-filmed that are going to be going up. Uh, yeah, but trust me, you're going to love it. It's a big, big guest. This is a big, big month for us. Not only do we have this guest, we know that we've got a few more in the pipeline, oh, yeah. which, are, which are very exciting. Yeah, yeah. People from all over the world. You guys are going to be very, very happy. It's a great time to be here on Pit Stop Podcast. It's quite funny because I was speaking to Fab this morning and we started this like at the end of Feb and now we're in October and there's actually someone off TV coming to sit like i mean we've had amazing guests obviously these guys have been on tv but this is an actual formula one driver coming to sit on our sofa which is pretty crazy and it's funny like how we're setting up for it like after this pod let's just give them the time so they know what's going on like it's currently half eight on the wednesday night 
Jake has spent all day cleaning the flat. Cheers, man. Making sure it's absolutely... Put, he hasn't stopped literally hoovering, like wiping all the sides down. Yeah, dusting everywhere, cleaning all the cracks and crevices. I mean, I've got to give it to you. You've, you've done everything. I haven't done a single thing today. You took all the bins down. No, I did nothing. I've done nothing. That True. was you. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> Remember it was you? And I even cleaned your toilet. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then I actually needed a shower and you came and like got my back. Okay. <laughs> you, you've been doing a lot, my friend. Let's just remember to clean. Sometimes the it's too much. No. I no. Know, yeah, I know we're close, but like it's getting a bit strange. You don't mind when I stand outside your room with a towel, do you? Well, I appreciate it, but like it just sometimes it happens a bit too often. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, let's just make sure we clean the middle bathroom for our guest tomorrow, because when Brad Staines came round, I'll tell you what, it was Brad Staines in that toilet. It weren't great. That's disgusting. It weren't great. And he went in there, there was no toilet roll. I felt awful. Second he left, I went into the middle bathroom and thought, Fab, Max Verstappen's coach has just seen a toilet that is absolutely disgusting. So we're gonna tidy our flat for tomorrow's guest, all right? But no, maybe we just leave it disgusting. Maybe that's the pit stop effect. No, the people will never come back. People like, to be fair, our flat isn't that bad. You no. got, I've got to give both of us credit. Our flat, considering we're two lads living in a flat together, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, it's all right. And we, we're quite good at cleaning. There's normally just about nine Yuzu bottles littered around the fucking living love room. Love Yuzu. If Yuzu want to sponsor me, I love milkshakes. Jake shakes. I make a great milkshake. However, Fab now makes a... Fab attack. A Fab attack. And I'll tell you what, it's got some legs. It could potentially Got be better than legs. a Jake shake. Hey, it is far better than a Jake <laughs> shake. Do you know what? I reckon when you cry, you get like Yazoo tears that come out. No. You drink it so often. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't cry, Yazoo, Fab. But yeah, massive guest tomorrow, Formula One driver in the flat for the first time. Fab, what's been going on in the world of Formula One? Jake, like, you've asked me that question knowing full well that I haven't got anything to reply to that with. All right, I've just spent the last like half an hour on News Now, a very reputable website, trying to find some... Uh, latest news, some top stories, some most read, anything, anything that I could grasp, mm. and I've got nothing. You got, you must have something. Well, I've got little bits, little dribs Come and drabs. Come on, drab me something. Let's have a combo. Me okay. and you, two Formula One fans, two new Formula One fans. Right, Lewis Hamilton fans are being petty. There you go. I said it. Wow. Yeah. Why? Yes, because they're they're dishing dirt on Max Verstappen. Okay, where's this opinion coming from? Not your own. No, no, absolutely not. This is not. you reading an article. This is this is this is legit off Twitter. Okay, I've got a live tweet here from someone called Lewis Frill. Well, I've seen a lot of it. I've seen a, everyone's calling for Max Verstappen to lose his championship. Well, you use they? you use Twitter quite a lot. I don't really yeah. go on Twitter. I use Twitter all the time. That's basically all it is. Because so, what have you been seeing? Well, you got to look at it like this: if you're a Mercedes fan, and Red Bull won the championship last year by spending more money than they were allowed. And the championship was won by such a tiny margin. Mercedes fans are going to think, well, they only won because they cheated. The, the gap was so small, Hamilton should have won the championship. I'm just going to pull this tweet up here. So this guy, said, this guy said, Max's first uh, championship win was human error. Right, Michael Massey, okay. not with his finger on the pulse. And his second is because another driver got a penalty. That is so embarrassing. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, man. Do we just open ourselves up to controversy the second you ask me to speak about any of this stuff? Like no matter it. what. I like yeah, of it. Of course you do, because you've asked me, so I'll be the one getting all the I fucking I love eight. it when you're in the fucking fire. <laughs> you want me in the striving zone? Well, you always are. You always are. Come on, I read man. the comments. All right, all right. No, right, okay. Max's, I'm not on board with the last season that it was human error. It's just my opinion, you know. I'm a new fan. I don't know loads. I'm probably wrong. What do you mean, then? 
Well, I believe Max Verstappen deserved to win last year by a mile. Like when you look at his laps led, he led like 75% of the laps in the year. Like he was just unbelievable year round. There were moments last year where like there was the crashes at Silverstone. Is that that because Red Bull spent an extra 7 million? I I can definitely see the argument to if they prove, because it hasn't been quite proven where the money is yet, where the money and the budget cap spend is. Like until that actually comes out, you won't know. Like... If they've actually spent an extra like 7.5 million on the car, then maybe fair enough. But if it's on like travel of employees and shit, like no, of course they shouldn't win the championship. I, I still don't. But have think- we had have we had full clarity on that yet? Do no, we know what the I money was spent so. on? I don't. There's a lot of bullshit. I've seen more people saying that it was something to do with the catering team and something. But then I've seen that's other, what I saw. But then I've seen other people say it's not even part of the budget cap. To me, I don't. Think- I don't think it is part of the budget cap. Really? I think that's a load of baloney. That's a load of stroop waffle, man. Yeah, it, it must be part of the car. I still am quite struggling to get to terms with removing a championship, especially when this is like a, a young driver who did so incredibly well. I find this really interesting, though, because do you remember at the start of the year, I told you that there was, there's been so many incidents over the years where teams have tried to work through loopholes mm-hmm. of the rules, and, they've, and you know, they had the fucking seagull yeah. wings on the car. and that. I mean, that, obviously, that's a blatant, like, you can see it on the car. This is something a bit more sneaky, but this is what I love, is that they're trying to they try and f- work ways around. Like, Red Bull know that they were spending more money, right? So they, know, they would have thought they could get away with it. I'm not going to lie. I actually don't know if they would i feel like with a change of regulation and a change of rule book we saw it with how they announced the title this is a good way to look at it if when they're announcing a world champion the people aren't in the sport the people in the sport aren't even sure if someone's won how on earth are they meant to be able to read a rule book about spend without with it all changing and things being unclear like there's clearly so much in this sport right now. I think it probably isn't is clear, clear. though, because it's only Red Bull and Aston Martin that have done it. Every other team have been managing to to cope with it. I don't think they would. Red Bull would have known they were over. I, I think they would have. I don't know, man. Like until you add it all up at the end, that's very hard to keep on top of. Like the amount. Surely of shit. you don't add it up at the end, though. You add up the costs as you're going along. Well, okay. Look, you guys feel like you're trying to push me into a fucking corner here. Look, I'm just being realistic. This is fucking Red Bull. They're <laughs> the fucking one of the greatest Formula One teams in the world. All right. If their accounts guy can't keep a track of what the fuck they're spending, then they should probably fire him and get a new one. <laughs> they should get me. I'm really good with times tables. Adrian Newey, great fucking engineer technician, but your accounts guy is dog shit. <laughs> but you're shit with a calculator. That's it. But you actually think they knew? Of course. Yeah, of course. Well, it's interesting because no one's ever really going to know. I think they've just tried to bluff it off. So Aston Martin actually stayed within the budget cap. That's important to remember. They were getting a penalty for something, but they did stay within the budget cap. They're not within the 5% over. They just have a penalty for doing something really minor. So they aren't going to get... But they must have gone over a little bit. It's not really like the same way Red Bull have. I'm pretty sure maybe Aston Martins is going over with the travel of staff or something stupid because I, I read basically Aston Martin aren't going to get the same penalty. Red Bull are actually in like a 5% over. It's rumoured to be, isn't it, £7.5 million. That's yes. No, so, uh, is it's, it like, it's basically five percent. The They've basically gone over five percent of the budget cap, and five percent of a lot of money is like seven point five million or something. Yes. What are you saying then? Okay, let's put it this: it comes out tomorrow that it's proven the FIA have done it on the budget caps and they've looked into it and they can see that Red Bull spent seven point five million on their car last year than they were allowed to. What do you think should happen? 
There needs to be an investigation into what they've spent it on and then whether that's had a direct impact on the speed of the car. Mate, uh, the thing is, right? Honestly, we like, know how much. Agree. If we it's know how much it's, orange juice is these days. Yeah, right? mate, we know how much extortion. Exactly. Don't don't get me started on cranberry juice. That's it's, even more. We have a Red Bull Joe's to go with the the juice, and it's been winning, and it's also more eco friendly than I, fuel. I just want to know what they spent it on. We need to see. We need to break it down because if they have been spending it on fucking stroops, in, when they're in fucking Deutschland. And they're eating street ruffles every day, then that's fine because it's only going to make Verstappen fat and heavier. But if they're spending it on like a fuel injected fucking all this other stuff, then it's a tricky situation. I don't, I'm not one of those people who holds onto the past. So I wouldn't say go back and take it from Max. I think that's a bit far. Let him have it. But. So this is your. Um, this but, is if they say it was definitely on the car. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But if it had, and then it's like, well, then Lewis Hamilton should have won. Then what do you think would have happened? But what's this that year? margin? What's that margin? You're saying if it had, it meant Lewis Hamilton should have won. They were literally the tiniest yeah, amount you of points. Yeah, you deduct points. You deduct, deduct fifty. If points. If you did a ratio, okay, this would be a good way to do it. Say it is seven point five million, and that's five percent. Ten. That means ten percent be one hundred and forty. So the budget cap must be about one hundred and fifty million. The roughly. budget cap is one hundred and forty-five. The budget cap is one hundred and forty-five million, yes. and five percent is roughly seven point five. Okay. So let's divide 145 by 20 races. There was 20 races last year. Was it 20 or 21? Uh, 20. So 14, that would be also seven. That would mean, I'm pretty sure, that one race would basically equal Jake's maths. around 7.5 <laughs> million. If you did 7.5 million times 20, that would be about the budget cap, roughly. So technically, if you're saying, if they wiped out even that one race, for that's how much they've gone over, Hamilton would win the championship. So are you getting 25 to... points? Yeah. So Hamilton would have it. Yeah. So yeah. technically I can, you can see yeah, the argument it's from not Mercedes just, It's not just me saying it. There are other people oh, saying... Oh no, I've seen it everywhere. Yeah. It's all over Google as well. Just to clear up in our TikTok we put up, by the way, when we said that Max Verstappen would, uh, they should remove points from this year. We were aware that Checo would lose points as well. But I just think Checo would win it anyway. Oh yeah. We, yeah, we, were, <laughs> we, we were aware we of that. We needed to clear that one We up were aware of that. Yeah. Well, they probably aren't going to remove his championship, though. No, but what would you think would happen this year if they did? <sighs> I'm not going to lie. Like, honestly, I reckon if Red Bull went over the budget cap last year, I reckon they this year they've absolutely money. fucking <laughs> blew over it. They're probably <laughs> bricking it as well. <laughs> Fuck me, wait till they see what we've spent this year. Oh my God. I don't know, man. I think I don't think you can take the championship. It's most likely that he he probably starts next season with like, no, not he. When I say he, I mean they. Red Bull start with like minus 50 points. And Christian Horner runs the whole of Red Bull. <laughs> Thing is though, then you've got the argument. A lot of people comment on our TikTok, like it shouldn't be the drivers who are penalised. It should be the um, constructor in the constructors' championship. But if you said to Red Bull... Yeah, well, you've got to, we've got to remove your Constructors' Championship, but you can keep Max Verstappen's Championship. They're going to pre they're going to prefer to have the drivers one than the, the Constructors anyway. Don't know. Constructors is actually a big thing. Is it? It's a really big thing because you've got to think drivers. I suppose it's for the whole drivers team. come and go. Like just off the top of my head, the best example I would have is like M Michael Schumacher. Obviously, absolute go at the time. Everyone's rooting for him, but now Ferrari have have come so far forward since then, and every all the attentions on Leclerc and Carlos. But really, to Ferrari, all they care about is their constructors' points, I guess, because it proves how much of a good team they are. 
Yeah, Rain or shine, whatever driver, their team is the best. Who, Ferrari? Yeah. I don't think that's quite current at the moment. I'd say it's fairly current. What, you think Ferrari are the best? In the in the whole of the white world, yeah. They haven't even got the most. Besides Williams. Oh, yeah, they have. They've got 16. Williams have got 12, there I you think. Go. Yeah, they're the, yeah, they're the greatest team in the world. They are the greatest team all time. But right now, they're not. No, they're not. It's good to see them come back, though. Okay, so let's just give a final decision from both of us. If, if you were in charge of the FIA and there was this budget cap situation, how do you resolve it and how do you keep everyone happy? So, okay. What would you do? I would probably get fired. <laughs> start. <laughs> I would say, like, forget that year. It's in the past. Forget it. Yeah, but a, then everyone else is going to say we spent £150 million and they cheated. No, How but then can this we forget year. It? I'm going to argue it. Like no, I'm no, okay, but then this year. I'm arguing with the FIA here. This year. You're in a meeting with Terry They're Wolf. fucked right now. If they've done it two years on the trot, then they're fucked. Two years on the trot, spending over the budget cap. Red Bull get a ban from racing for two years. I've been serious. Red Bull can't race for two years. <laughs> You're lying, bro. It's not that bad. No, you can do that as well. That's happened in the past, mate. If you breach rules, re- teams can get banned well, so from you racing. Think, you think that if... I they- don't think permanently. Red Bull shouldn't be gone forever. But like, two-year ban. You think if they've got over the budget gap next year for two, two years in a row, they should be banned for two years? Yeah. <laughs> really? I don't think that's an exaggeration. <laughs> I, I think that's completely fair. I'm not going to lie. I can see what you're saying because every other team is spending that and much money mate, and trying I so hard to I think that's being light. That's being light. They could ban them forever. Teams have been banned in the past permanently forever. They can't race an F1 ever again. So what are you going to do right now? For, for this because they obviously haven't announced the punishment yet or what's going to happen but it's happened they've gone over the budget cap what punishment are you going to enforce no you leave it just leave it forget it you can't just forget, forget it, it. People yeah are... because rubbing salt in the wound there's but no bro, point you, you can't just forget it you're the head of the FIA there's well, people what, knocking at your but door what can you do what give the championship to Lewis oh Lewis there you go you won it a year late how dead is that how and that's yeah. not that's not I think the sport has to has to tailor towards the fans now and that wouldn't be fair to the fans would you be satisfied if they removed 75 points from Verstappen and 75 points from Checo this season and opened it up for the rest of the year and just said there's your penalty for last year but even then that's not fair this is a difficult no, because it's too late it. in the season if they'd have done that before the August break it still wouldn't it be would fair have, though it would have been exciting but it would be exciting but realistically it's still not fair because after I said that I realised that like it's not fair it on the affects drivers. the rest of the teams as well like they can't just still get to stay up there when everyone else is spending the same amount of money like if 145 million is a lot of money and if if nine teams are able to stay under that and one isn't you do have to penalize that one team it is as simple as that i have no idea how they're gonna if handle it, was, it if it was earlier on in the season then they could have done stuff like removed one of their engine changes taken taken away one of their engines or they could have removed 7.5 million collectively so 14 million 15 million from the budget and say you got to do the rest of the year with 50 million less this year yeah I reckon last year like they just got carried away like they hadn't won for a while Red Bull and they probably they'd been competing Mercedes had won it for so long Red Bull's finally started winning in 2021 they were probably just throwing money at everything they could what would you want to do what do you think is the best is the best <sighs> it, I'll be honest it's probably just going to end with a fine which is going to be like a shame for motorsport fans in a way. I mean, it's dead. That's dead. There's no, Red Bull have all the money in the world. You know, I love Red Bull, as you guys know. I'm a big Verstappen fan. Also love Leclerc and everyone else. So it doesn't really matter. I support everyone. What about Checo? Yeah, I like Checo. I love them all. 
you know, I even love the team at Red Bull. We have friends there. We don't want to see anything shit happen. But it is one of those, like, what decision do you make that is fair across the board? And I don't think me and you are the two people to have the most uh, sensible decision on this. I think we have an unbiased opinion. Well, we do have a very unbiased opinion. That is why I said I would remove points from this year because I saw it as the only way to open it up for the people that were complaining. Because Mercedes think aren't... That, that, Russell isn't that far late. away. It, yeah, it is too late, well, mate. We've got four but give me, another, give me another option that's better. Next year? What, starting them on minus points? <laughs> you could. Well, yeah, you can. That's, you that could, might happen. You, you could do that. Or, like Ross Braun said in the tweet, reverse grid. Do they not... Uh, yeah, <laughs> did not tweet. I said to Fab for the episode, there's no news. So let's just say Ross Braun said, let's have a reverse grid and talk about that. Mate, I honestly, to be fair, starting on minus points could be funny. I it's reckon not, it's not something I thought happen. about. But I just thought you penalise him a different way next year. So you have to change your tyre, you change the tyres at least three times every track rather than two. Or... What would you do if you woke up to a news article at 9am tomorrow morning and it's Lewis Hamilton, 8th World Championship, FIA have removed Max Verstappen's championship for Red Bull budget cap breach? Yeah, it's stupid. That's what I've said. It's stupid. Would it make more sense than not doing it? No one will care. No one will care and it will just cause more shit. Yeah, it would be unnecessary shit, really, wouldn't it? That, that year is gone. That year has gone, fuck me, so quickly as well. I just want to say, a year has never gone so quickly for me since doing Formula One. And our whole lives being yeah, me based... Too, our whole God. lives and our focus being based around what we do. We seem to have, like, short bursts of craziness and excitement, and then we come back to the flat, recharge, which feels like a day, but sometimes we're here for, like, a week or a couple of weeks, and then we do something else. Yeah. But the year has just absolutely flown by, man. This year has gone so quick. That is so true. It's just absolutely flying. Love it. And well, we may be going to a Grand Prix soon. Yeah, we do. We may. Sorry. It's a lot of money, though, and wrenched you. People keep asking us if we paid rent yet. The answer's no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to think of something funny to say then, but no, we haven't paid fucking rent. Of course we haven't. We haven't got any money. <laughs> That's all right, we'll make some soon. Everyone just got to rate the podcast five stars and everything will be fine. Jake, what are you most excited for in the latter half of this year? Then the last like three months that we have left, what are you most looking forward to that we can talk about? The fact that I'm promote, I'm sitting here and I've just filmed the video saying, oh my God, there's a Formula One driver coming to our flat and going to be sat on our sofa. But we're very aware of the fact that we have like four or five other crazy guests as well. Like, when we first started doing this, we'd book a guest and it'd be like a month away and we'd be like buzzing for it. But now we have people coming at us. We're literally like, littered, like Last we? night, the guy that messaged me, I won't want to say name, but like, this is like midnight. And mega. Random, mate, mega. mega. Absolutely mega. ridiculous. Like, we're pulling drivers, all sorts. So, I think it's just a great time to be part of the journey. You're most excited for the guests. I'm, I'm more excited. I feel like our show actually fits better out of the races. Like, like now when there's a gap in races, because we're not technical enough. Well, this is what I was about to say. The thing that I'm most excited for, believe it or not, this sounds over it sounds, but it's the break. Yeah, just fill in the gap. It's the break because, and I'm going to miss F1 so much, but I can't wait to see what we can do in the gap when we have access to people and I think they're not racing it. every week. I think it's because we'll have access. We'll be able to drive, because you know what me and you are like, we'll just drive anywhere to make it happen. And if everyone isn't, if everyone's at home, like if a driver's like, I'm in France, I'm here, we'll be like, okay, we can get there tomorrow. 
and we actually would just drive there to do it. Yep. And we'd actually be able to do that. So I'm, I'm most excited for that. Um, I was just, I'm going to quickly just go back to that budget cap thing. I get why people love to know about all this because it's like the business and everyone deserves to know. It's the same as like in football transfers, the money between teams. But do you wonder whether there's some stuff like this that should be kept private? Not so it can be hidden, but just so like it can be more controlled. Or do you think it should be public? I think it's less controlled if it's private. I just find it quite like from a football fan point of view, in football, like you don't really get much oversight oversight from the FA if they make a big call or even like in the VAR room when they make a big call in a game you get the decision back but you don't really see like why or how but in F1 they release the statement like every time they release the do you actual... not get do you not get like um like investigations afterwards into not like really, dodgy no. VAR decisions if, if once the whistle's gone at the end of the game that's it really I mean the FA do investigate some stuff but like with the, what I mean is like with Formula One they tweet the actual you know like the letter and it says like driver this and all that and they proper get into it and they publicise all the business behind it. To be fair, it'd probably be a shit show if they didn't publicise the guess, budget stuff. I guess the budget, the money's different because with football, you're just purely working with humans. And unless you're putting fucking rockets on their boots, yeah, you can't really ch- change. You can train them to be better. Like it'd be, I suppose it'd be the same with like doping. Like if, they were, if, if there was a team that was doping in football and all these players could sprint ridiculously fast, they that, do get that, tested. Would, that would spread like wildfire. That'd go yeah. crazy, but so I just see this budget cap thing as like doping for cars. They're just like they're they're putting more into their car than they should. So should we agree that if they prove the money spent wasn't on the car and had nothing to do with the actual car performance, they shouldn't lose points? No, because then you can also spend money on the factory and the development of the car. If you're not if you're not like spending it directly on the car and the parts. Yeah. You could be Do you know what I mean? There's, well maybe there's, that's there's how they've of, gone over. That could be it. Maybe like they thought what they were doing wouldn't be in the budget cap, but it is kind of thing. It'll be really interesting to find out. If if there's anyone listening who's been listening to this thinking these guys don't have a fucking clue, don't worry, we know. What was um, what was really interesting to me was going to Sauber, going to the Alfa Romeo factory in Switzerland and seeing for the first time that they use the three-quarter size cars in a wind tunnel. Their wind tunnel is massive, it's by the huge. way. But why do they use such a, like a small car when they've got that size wind tunnel? I don't know. I've never understood that. Surely, to, I've always said to get an accurate reflection, surely you'd have to use the real car. But apparently they build it exactly the same. So maybe Red Bull have just made a massive wind tunnel and put a full-size F1 car in there. I guess we just have to wait and see. Until it all comes out, no one's going to know. We, No one has any idea what penalties they're going to get. But yeah, good spot on the Twitter there with the Mercedes fans. That was a good little dilemma we've had there. That was really good. See, you don't need a lot of information to get the Pit Stop Boys talking for a whole a whole heap of time. No, what else you got for me? Uh, Martin Brundle agrees with, oh, yeah. with okay, one, good of, one, one, of, one of your statements that you said how we've just spoken about it, um, stripping Max Verstappen of the 2021 crown. Uh, Brundle seems to agree that it is possible. Okay. And, Very nice. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts. This is something that we've spoken about fair bit since it's come out, but I would like to know your opinion on whether you think this year out f- for Ricardo, do you could you see him coming back? Do you honestly think that taking a year out from a sport where there are so many people that are trying to get into it, do you think he is going to have a better opportunity when he comes back? I love Daniel Ricciardo. I want him on the pod more than anything. 
and I'd love to see him staying on the grid. But I just have to be completely honest. Like, I really don't think he'll race in Formula One again. Like, you've got to be like proper. You've really got to think about this, right? The sport is getting younger. Teams want to take younger drivers. Like, it's valuable to the team. You have them for longer. You can put them on longer contracts. Like, you have a younger driver that's good. They're probably easier to train, teach new things. That also helps when it's a new car, new regulation, because everyone's learning. It doesn't matter if you're Lewis Hamilton or George Russell. You both got to learn the new 2022 car, which is, as you've seen, that's why George Russell's done so well compared to Hamilton, just adjusted quicker. Well, we know we know firsthand that there are so many up-and-comers that are, like, raring to get into the sport. Yeah. And these kids are fucking good. Yeah, there's, um, there's some amazing names coming in. A lot of people want the seats. I just genuinely don't see what a year out is going to do. I, I, Will Buxton said a lot about it and he tweeted a lot and was like, he's worried that this is it for Daniel because you take a year out, one of the top teams is, I. he's a great driver, but he is not going to get back in a top car. Well, yeah. I very much doubt. That's what I think. I slightly disagree with the fact that he, he probably won't come back. I do think well, there's a chance. Where will he come back? Well, I do think he could come back for a lower level team. Yeah, but I don't think he'll want to because no, he's I, leaving. Well, he's he's didn't. It's not his choice. I think he'll want to. I think he will. I think he he he's gonna he's gonna enjoy a year out on his farm with his family, playing with horses, playing with chickens. But he's gonna miss it. There's a statement here where he he said he had a little bit of time out. He went back home during the break, and then he came back into the garage and he saw his race engineer, and he felt like he missed him. And that was after a short period of time. How is this guy gonna feel? Who has spent his his the majority of his adult life in Formula One? How is he going to feel after 12 months of not doing it? Of course, it's going to be a massive change. He's going to hate it. He's going to want to be back on track. Of course. So I can see him taking a seat at, at someone like Williams. But we need to remove ourselves from a situation just for a little bit and look at it from the outside. Like, and put the, the straight facts are, like, I know this sounds shit, but this year was a new regulation. He has struggled with it. He has done bad. He has lost his seat at McLaren because of it. Like, they're replacing him. He hasn't left. Like, he left Red Bull. He's actually been replaced. If he's been replaced because he can't drive the new car, why in a year's time without any practice time? Because he's not a young driver. So even if he was a reserve driver at one of the other teams on the grid, he wouldn't get that practice FP1. So he will not drive. I don't think he'd be a reserve driver, though. He would just come back like a, like a Hulkenberg or a Kevin Magnussen. But he, won't be, he will not step foot in another F1 car after, this, after the last race this season unless he is signed again. He's not going to get any practice. Like, he could stay fit. But he's still not going to be any better in that car than he was then. Because he can't practice in it. Maybe he will be. But, but it's, not, it's not all about practice. How, how will he get better in that car without driving that car? Because he needs a year out to clear his head. No, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. It I, doesn't seem I, like you are. Because no, you, no. I'm with you that <laughs> he needs to get away. Mate, mate, it's all a mental game. But I agree. I agree. He hasn't adjusted to the car very well. But this guy has fucking struggled with the shit that yeah, has been driver. going on online. He could be doing better than he is. He needs to refresh. Surely that's happened in football. Surely there's been football players who were amazing. Oh, yeah. They haven't done very well. They took some time out away, cleared their heads, sorted their shit out, came you know, back better than You can't than do that at football, though. There's, there's sometimes two games a week. You just get put on the bench and then you might be transferred out in January or summer. You get sold. Like, Maybe football it's very wasn't, different. A, well, and wasn't the correct sport. And you've also got to think there's so many teams, different leagues. Football, you actually can just bounce bound, bounce back, back. You know, you can. In Formula One, you can't. We were talking about earlier, there's 20 drivers, that's it. Everyone in the, the lower leagues, everything wants to be one of them 20 drivers. He is one of the 20 drivers, he loses it, and now he's got to get back in whilst all these young, hungry, 
trying to prove themselves drivers are going to want them seats just as much. But he hasn't just lost his seat because he's not good enough. <clears throat> That's not that isn't that isn't the case. Why has he lost his seat then? Because McLaren don't want him. <laughs> why, it's don't, not, why don't they want him? But it's not as if other teams haven't offered him seats. We know they have. The opportunity was there for him to join another team. McLaren, Daniel Ricciardo still isn't a bad driver. He just came fucking what eighth in Japan. I don't know where he came. Yeah, he just didn't want to... He's not finishing last. No, we know he left because he didn't want to drive for a team that was finishing bottom half. He wants to compete for wins. I get that. Yeah, and we know there was rumours for other teams to have him. So, mate, honestly, I could see a team like Williams offering him a deal next year. Okay. Well, they, we don't know who's going to sit in for Williams at the moment. We know it's Albon and we don't know. It could be Logan Sargent. It could even be a ridiculous U-turn. Like, Danny Rick had a great race the other day. Uh, no, not in Japan. The one before that, he came fifth, didn't he? Or sixth. Imagine he goes and has an amazing finish and then at the end, Williams are like, we want it. You know, there's probably not going to be a Singapore. U-turn. It was Singapore, wasn't it? Because of all the crashes. There's probably not going to be a U-turn. Like, I don't want to put fake news out there. But like, I love Danny. <laughs> Everything that we say <laughs> is fucking fake news. I like agree with you, but disagree with you as well. Like, I'm with you. He needs to clear his head. But I just really struggle to see any way back after a year out of such a competitive sport. I'd love to see him back. I hope it happens, but... Don't forget, the guy just isn't isn't a part of Formula One on the grid. He's also a big a big face for Formula One off the grid. Mm. He's a great advocate for the sport. He's a he's a decent human being who is, he is good, a very decent human being. Who is good at he's good at being on camera. He's good at he's good at lifting spirits. Like he's a good face for Formula One just to represent the sport. So for that reason alone, he's like a Lewis Hamilton. That's uh, uh, Daniel Ricciardo is great, but he doesn't compare to Lewis Hamilton. I'm sorry, <laughs> not, not, race, one, not even won one world not, championship. Let alone seven. Yeah, maybe not race skills, but like as as just being a good face. Yeah, for no. The sport. Oh, yeah, he's one of the best ever. Yeah. One of the most entertaining, lovely, funny people. Like I wish the best for him. I just uh, you asked me for honest opinion. Yeah, there's, there, mate. There's many routes, which is what makes this discussion so exciting. We'd love to know what you guys think. Once again, our Instagram is at pitstop. Give it a follow. Um, I hope t- you've enjoyed the episode, guys. Oh, we ending it. I suppose we probably should because we've only got three hours till midnight. This Whoa. has got to get out. We've got to set up the whole flat. It's quite funny because we just came into this pod with actually really nothing to even talk about. And we've just chatted for 35 minutes, my friend. Yeah, well, that's, is, the, that's the beauty of off the cuff I conversation. I forgot we've even got a pod because I was so stressed and overthinking about tomorrow, like putting together some questions. I do think we've got some of the best questions we've ever had for a pod. Like we've, we don't normally research and we haven't really like researched him but we've just found out a load of funny stuff about the guest, which is yeah, going to make the episode. We may or may not know some people who know him. Yeah. Personally, yeah, which is help because we've quite been able personally. to get some personal stuff. We've managed to pull some information, and so pff, let's just see how tomorrow goes. Me and Jake are getting up at eight a.m. We're going for a run. Aren't yeah, we? we are. Then we're going to. I've set my alarm, haven't I? I bought a song. Yeah, what song did you buy? So pretend you're my alarm. One, two, three. Do, do you remember the twenty-first night of September? Imagine me waking up. I've been chasing my life away. <laughs> Springing out of bed. You have to come in my room though when you wake up. Bring the phone in my room and I'll fucking come out of bed as well. You need to set your song as the same, same tune, and they'd both go at exactly the same time. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. That would be great. I wanted Viva Las Vegas by Elvis Presley. Before we end the pod, hang on, hang on. I'm hanging. I need to ask you something. 
Oh. You asked me what am I most excited for for the rest of this year. What are you most excited for for the rest of this the year? The gap. I said it. The gap. The gap between the last race and the first race of next season, baby, because of all the stuff that we can It's quite a weird in. one where a lot of Formula One pages or shows or anything will probably look at that gap like... We're gonna oh, take a break. Shit. Or, oh do? shit! What do we do? I on because because we get Mate, the guests. We're not like that. We're no, like, we want it. Did you know the fucking tire degradation from Japan was thirty three percent lower than it was last year? Like we don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> we want to do crazy shit. <laughs> we just love traveling around. It's just annoying. We have to do it about cars all the time. And it's annoying. We we haven't made much money yet. Yeah, no, it is. But when some money got coming in, we're gonna start spending it. It, as soon as we get paid, I'm going to change a load of it up into one pound coins and shower them all over you. I was, I was, what? I was about to say all the money we make, we invest back into the pot. And you say you're going to shower me on one pound coins? I'm going to print all the money out and I'm going to get rid of my Sounds mattress. Sounds quite painful, I'm actually. going to get rid of my mattress and sleep on all the money. Stuff it with money. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Pit Stop Podcast. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this little 36-minute quick, fun, snappy little podcast. We're filming with a Formula One driver today. Pretty crazy. Our first ever F1 driver in the flat. It's been like eight months, not even that. And we've managed to pull someone off TV to sit in front of us. Absolutely madness. It's all thanks to you guys. The episode with him will be out at the end of the month. One of our biggest episodes ever. Can't wait for you to see it. Just to spill some small beans before we leave, we are working on a guest from the TV that I know all of you know. He is the king of the Formula One paddock area and pit lane i may say am i giving too much yeah, away i think you might I don't know who I am, but we can't wait oh i think i wonder who it is <laughs> <laughs> just have to wait and see thank you very much for listening to the pit stop podcast big things coming rate it five stars click the follow button and we'll see you guys in our next episode on monday see you dan and oh Oh, 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 that sounded like a clue. <laughs> that sounded like a little clue. Bye. Bye. Spirit Studios.